In last week's episode, I talked about sustainability and how we can all make changes in our lives to be friendlier towards the environment. Small changes that are more eco-friendly than what we've been doing before. Sustainability. Manageable ways we can create positive change. Because as teens, I feel like it's kind of hard because some of us can't even vote yet. So it's not like you can vote for a political leader that's more inclined to create positive change in the environment. We don't really have that power. We're young. We, we, some, we don't really know like everything about climate change. We don't know everything on this subject. So it's really hard for us to like go politically create global change. You know, that's a lot. But that doesn't mean we can't create change at all. So the episode was about how in our daily lives, in manageable ways, as teens, we can create positive change in the environment. You know, there's ways we can do this and there's ways that we can create a positive impact. It's not too strenuous. It's manageable. It's possible. It's inexpensive. It's, you know, somewhat easy. That's what the episode was about. And one of the topics I briefly covered was gardening, whether it's starting a garden in your backyard or growing some of the food you eat, like having some carrots that you plant, for example, or some kale or growing some herbs, having potted plants, having house plants, any form of gardening at all. Having a plant that you keep alive or at least try to keep alive because sometimes I'm not that great at keeping plants alive. But gardening in general was one of those topics that I covered about sustainability And there's a few reasons why I think gardening, having plants, is a really great thing. For starters, you know, I feel like it's reconnecting with the earth and reconnecting with our environment because I don't really feel like we're as in touch with nature, per se, as we might have used to be as a civilization. You know, technology's advanced. We have corporate jobs and we have the city life and we have just like everything about our at least American culture, I feel, in my opinion, disconnects us from nature in some ways, in some aspects. We have social media, we have television, we have, you know, cars. You know, we used to have to walk in nature to get where we wanted to go, or at least just walk outside, but now we just have cars, so a lot of us just drive. I just feel like a lot of our lifestyle habits that we have today due to, you know, industrialization technology improvements, all of that. I feel like it disconnects us from nature, disconnects us from the earth in that aspect. That's how I feel on it. And so I think gardening and having houseplants, even though it's small, I feel like it's still time that you're spending with nature. You know, it's time where you're going outside and planting something in the ground. It's time when you're watering a plant and you're keeping it alive and you're addressing and focusing on the beauty of the plant and the beauty of nature around you, especially if you have a garden in your backyard, you're physically going out there and you're being with nature. So I feel like for humans, I feel like that's really good for us and our mental health. You know, I know that when I'm outside in nature, I always feel more relaxed. I feel more at peace with myself. I feel more calm. So I think it really helps with our mental health. And I just think it's also a really good thing to know. You know, technology's advanced. We have stores. We have we have Wegmans. We have tops. We don't necessarily need to plant food in order to eat it. We don't need to farm in order to survive. So 
I don't really feel like a lot of us, the majority of us don't really plant food. We don't really have a garden. We just buy it from the store. I think most of us teens don't really garden at all. I know that I don't really garden at all, really, up until, you know, this past week, which I'll get into. I just feel like, you know, we don't really have to do it a lot, but it's just a really good skill to know. It's good for the environment. Planting food and then eating it, even if it's such a small amount, is still, in my opinion, better than buying that food from the store that is wrapped in plastic and is then either thrown away. I think planting it is better. And it's a good distressor. It's good for your mental health. It's time outside in nature. And it has a lot of benefits for us as like humans. And it's also really great for the environment because you're not going to the store and buying food that's packaged or wrapped in plastic. You're growing it on your own. And it's also like making your house look gorgeous if you have a garden or a plant or something. So I think it has a lot of really well-rounded benefits. So as I mentioned in my last episode about sustainability, I was talking about how I wanted to have a garden and sort of ease my way into that aspect of gardening, having plants, dabble in that realm of eco-friendliness, you know, having plants and stuff like that. Because I haven't really done it before. So I went out and did it. I started my plant journey. I started my plant owning era. I think it's important to have a little timeline discussion of my interaction with plants and gardening because I think it'll give you an understanding of how new I am to this. I probably gardened with my mom. I definitely did when I was really little. I I definitely did some sort of gardening with my mom when I was very little, but I don't remember any of it. So I don't really want to count that. So as early as I can remember would be elementary school slash like really early middle school years. So like fourth grade or fifth grade, possibly sixth grade, but I doubt any part of middle school me gardened. So definitely elementary school, maybe the summer before middle school started. I don't know. My middle school starts at sixth grade. So it was probably elementary school. And I attempted to grow carrots. I think I had a phase where I just really wanted to plant something and have it grow fast. And so I planted carrot seeds. I didn't regularly water them. And I only grew one. Only one grew out of the whole pack of seeds that I planted. Only one grew. And it was the best carrot I ever tasted. I remember being very proud that one carrot grew. Disappointed that none of the others did. But... It was kind of my own fault, though, because I didn't really regularly water them, so that was on me. The carrot I had that I grew tasted so good. Carrots are, like, my favorite vegetable, and I eat them at least every other day. Like, at least. Like, I eat them all the time. They're, like, probably one of my favorite foods. Always will be. I love carrots. So, by saying that carrot was the best carrot I've ever had, I mean it. Like, it was so good. So, that was my first interaction with, like, actually gardening. And then fast forward to COVID. So I went like this period of years where I just never did anything with plants really. Maybe I like helped my mom a little bit, but like I I can't even recall. So I just would say, you know, I didn't really do anything with plants. I had a house plant during COVID. So from elementary school to COVID years, I didn't really do much. So all of middle school was pretty much no plants at all. But during COVID, I had a house plant. My mom got me this really pretty plant in this gorgeous pot. It was like green with pink speckles on it. It was gorgeous. This plant was basically my COVID survivor plant. And then once COVID ended, it died off. So I kind of feel like 
the plant, I don't know, like I had a connection with it. I don't know how to explain it. Over COVID, I barely ever watered it because I had low motivation. Um, I would know it needed to be watered, but I kind of just wouldn't have it in me to get up and water the plant. If I had a cup of water, like on my nightstand, I'd like dump that in the plant because it was easy. But like I rarely ever watered it. And somehow that thing survived. So it would go like like a week or two without being watered at all. And it'd be like, it'd look dead. And then I'd bring it downstairs and I'd be like, holy crap, I got to water this thing. I'd like water it, like overwater it pretty much. And then I'd come back down and look at it an hour later. Perfectly fine. It looked like it was thriving. So that plant was very much somewhat a reflection of my mental state at that time because I feel like I was really, really down a lot. And then like I'd spike and kind of be happy and then I'd be like really sad again. So, I mean, I feel like I really connected with that plant and it was like kind of something I could look at and like I knew it was going to be alive. Like I knew that no matter what it had been through, it always managed to stay alive. You know, like even though I would go without watering it for ages, it would still stay alive and it was still like living. And so I kind of felt like that was like my COVID plant. I'll never forget that plant. I wasn't like super into plants then, but I will never forget the COVID plant that I owned. It passed away, sadly, um, once COVID ended. So I can't even recall when, but I know that I went way too long without watering it. And then I watered it again. And then it really had just, it was done. I didn't water it enough. And then it died. So that was really disappointing. But that was my COVID plant. Then I entered a fake plant era. Okay. This is not my proudest moment because I was really into it. Thankfully, I didn't go overboard, mainly because fake plants are super expensive, and that's why I didn't go overboard, but I bet if I had more money, I would have. So I think this, in part, was influenced by TikTok because I saw people putting up fake vines all over their room, and I was, like, really into it, and I thought it looked awesome. So I bought fake vines, which is, like, you know, I think because I physically went out and bought them, I have a right to say this. I think it was kind of idiotic of me because like vines in your room I don't know they're still up in my room right now and I feel like it's just kind of stupid I mean if you like your fake vines in your room that's okay like you like what you want to like like whatever but I feel like it was kind of stupid and kind of like weird and my mom used to kind of make fun of me for it too she was like Lee why would you buy fake plants and I was like because they look cool and that was basically it I don't know TikTok influenced me a little too much on that one and then I bought two fake plants and they're in my room still. They're in my room to this day because I only really started getting into this gardening thing like two days ago. So I haven't been able to cleanse out the fake plants. But I went through a mini fake plant era where I was like all into the fakeness. I only really bought two fake plants, but I still like was super into it, I guess. So it wasn't really that bad of an era. It wasn't that bad of an indulgence at first. So I'm glad I didn't go too overboard, but I definitely had a period of time where I was like super into the fake plants. I didn't want real plants. I was anti-real plants. And then we're here today. So I basically had like three experiences with, well, two experiences with real gardening. And then the third one is just fake plants. So I've never, like, I, you can tell I have zero experience, except for elementary school me who grew one carrot. And I think the problem up until this point has been the fact that I had very low patience. I didn't have patience at all. And I thought that in order to grow a plant, you needed to be like super attentive and like, water your plants, sing to it, and, like, be, like, all about your plants, and I didn't have the patience for that, but I've, I've soon realized that having plants, I think, 
is kind of something you can pick and choose. You can go overboard if you want, or you can go real low maintenance. It doesn't, it's really up to what you can handle. I've also gained a little bit of patience too, so I feel like I'm in the right chapter of my life to start dabbling in this plant, plant idea of owning plants, you know? So this was the start of my new chapter. First thing I did, a while back, my boyfriend gave me roses and they came potted in the soil. And so I had put them in a separate pot and they were dying because I wasn't watering them. And so I decided to plant them in my mom's garden in our front yard. So I did that, which was the first form of actual like gardening that I've done in like years. So I had to take the plant out of the pot, dig a hole in the ground, you know, put it in the ground, put some soil around it. My grandma ended up helping me because my grandma has potting soil and garden soil that's like fertilized and everything. So I ended up using what she had and she helped me, which was a fun bonding moment for us too. put a plant in the ground, which is something I have not done really before ever. Maybe a few times, but I don't remember. This was pretty much the first time. And so I did that. Then I went to a local garden center and I bought a few plants. Now, this is where it's kind of like buying plants. It's up to how you feel about it. I personally didn't want to overwhelm myself at first because I felt like I'd be really tempted to just buy a crap ton of plants, but then it's like I'm going to really struggle keeping them alive. So I bought four. I wanted to start off kind of small. I bought a cactus because I went with my sister to the garden center and we saw this cactus in the houseplant section and... It just looked so classic that I had to get it. So I bought that cactus. And then I got a succulent. I think it's a form of aloe. That's what the guy told me. So I've got that. Those are like my inside plants, but they're outside right now. But I, I'm going to have them inside slash outside, you know? I'll figure that out. Then I have two plants that are specifically for outside. I have an herb called Savory Winter. I was at the garden center and I smelled this herb and I, I just immediately knew I had to get it. It smelled so good. It's for like broth and seasoning and it's really hearty and it smells so good. I think I used to have a spice container jar thing that I bought from the store that had savory winter in it. And so I smelled it. It smelled familiar. I loved it. I had to buy it. Then I got a plant called Dusty Miller. My sister's the one who really wanted this because it's this really pretty like kind of snowflake color. It looks like how bushes do when like the snow falls on them and they're like covered in white. It's really pretty and it's kind of like velvety almost. Like it's a little fuzzy when you touch it. It's really cool. So I got that one mainly because she wanted it, but also because it's really pretty and it's unique. So I got those four plants. That's it. I came home and I potted them with my grandma. My grandma taught me how to pot a plant. And I potted three of them when I got home. And then the fourth one I potted yesterday. So I tried to do them relatively soon because I knew that I would forget about it and push it off if I didn't do it right away. It probably wasn't the first time I potted a plant, but it might as well be because I don't remember anything else. Like, I think I helped my mom when I was really little with gardening, but I don't remember any of it. So I'm just going to say that's the first time I potted a plant. At 16 years old, you know... I potted a plant. I feel like 16's kind of old for that. I feel like I feel like I should have potted plants earlier. I don't know. I just feel like something's off. Like I feel like I should have done gardening, like potting a plant I should have done when I was like seven. But instead I'm doing it when I'm 16. I feel like that's old for it. But that's just my thoughts on that. But here's what I learned as a newbie to gardening, as someone who's only really been potting plants for like three days. This is what I learned. And a lot of this is advice my grandma gave me because my grandma lives right next door which is awesome. 
and she knows a ton about gardening. She has her own garden. I was outside with a shovel and a plant and I was just going to wing it. And then she came out and was like, Lee, is it okay if I like help you? And I was like, yeah, of course. I don't know what I'm doing. It was a great bonding moment for us. So that was great. But here's what I learned. Number one, start off small. If you're like me and aren't that great at keeping plants slash are really new and don't necessarily know everything or a lot, don't overwhelm yourself right away. If you know what you want to do and you have a plan, go right ahead and get all the plants you want. But know that the garden center is always going to be there. Home Depot is always going to be there. So you can start off small and then when you're ready for more plants, you can just go back and buy some more. So you can ease yourself in. I bought two plants for outside and two for inside. That's it. I was tempted to get more, but I didn't just because of the fact that I think it's important to kind of ease your way in. You don't have to just jump right in. I'm the type of person who does all or nothing. And then what happens when I do that is I'll go all in. I'll do everything all at once. And then I'll get burnt out and overwhelmed. I'll be in way over my head. And then I'll just completely stop because I'm like, this was too much. I can't do it. So I think easing your way in is a great way to prevent that. And the garden center is always going to be there. So just buy some plants, then go back and get more when you're ready. Number two, pot your plants as soon as possible. I haven't done any actual like putting seeds in the ground yet. Right now it's just like buying plants and then I'm potting them. So I say if you're getting plants, you're going to pot to put on like your front yard or your front porch or, you know, your room. I say pot them right away before you forget. I know I'm the type of person to forget, but also like your plants are kind of in a small container. So when you put them in a bigger pot, they're going to be happier and, you know, in a better environment. So it's good to get them potted as soon as you can. This is how you pot a plant, if you don't know. Um, I feel really proud that I actually know how to pot a plant. So you have your plant and then you need a pot for it. The pot needs to be bigger than the plant. You obviously can't put a big plant in a super small pot. I don't know the exact measurements. You can probably Google that. But it needs to be like maybe like double the size or at least bigger than the plant itself. So once you get a pot that's big enough, and I mean, it doesn't have to be like exact measurements, but the pot needs to just be bigger than the plant. So once you have the pot, it needs to have drainage of some kind because when you water the plant, it needs to have a, the water needs to have a place to go. So... If your pot has a hole in the bottom, that's even better. Once the hole's in the bottom, you should put some rocks, maybe like an inch layer of rocks, maybe an inch and a half. But you want to put some rocks at the bottom, kind of just eye it. That's what I did. It doesn't need to be exact measurements. Put some rocks at the bottom, and then you'll start to layer your soil and put your plant in. That way, when the water goes in, it just kind of drains through the rocks and out the hole at the bottom. Now, if your pot doesn't have a hole in the bottom... That's okay. You just have to put rocks down and then I I the rock them out, put the rocks down, and then put the soil down. So either way, you want to put some rocks down. You don't need to buy rocks at the store. You can just use some from your driveway or from your backyard if you have some pebbles or stones back there. I feel like this doesn't really have to cost that much money. So, you know, don't buy rocks if you don't have to. See if you have any at your house you can use. Then you just put the dirt in. You can use dirt from your backyard, which is okay, but I guess I'd recommend using potting mix or like potting soil that you buy at the garden center specifically for plants because it has nutrients in it and, you know, the better the soil, the better your plant's going to grow. 
I feel weird buying soil. Like, right now I'm just using my grandma's. I feel weird buying soil because I feel like I could just use them for my backyard. But it's also like the soil in my backyard might not be the best for starting off a plant in a pot. So, you know, if you don't really want to buy soil, you could just dig a hole in your backyard and use the dirt from that if you wanted. It's not like that would be a bad, an awful bad thing. But I guess if you could, I'd suggest buying potting mix. And then once you have the rocks in, you just put the soil down, you pack it down tight, and then you put your plant in and then you pack soil around the plant. You want to push it down really hard, the soil, and really pack it in there because you don't want air bubbles in there that the water can get caught in. That's what my grandma told me. Um, So that's what she told me. But you want to pack it in really tight and then water it. And then that's it. And then you put it in the proper environment. And also, like, know what the plants need. You can Google it. You can look it up online. Figure out what your plant needs, what environment it needs to be in, how often it should get watered. Just look up the stuff like that. Write it down. And then then you don't really have to worry about it. And then you can be like, every morning, you water the one plant. You go outside. You water the other one. And then you just, like, can have a system. You can just go and do them. And you'll be like, okay, this plant needs this, this plant needs this. I've got a list of things I'm going to do. I'm going to go do it. That way it's less iffy and you just know what you're doing. Because I think the problem with me is, like, I just think, oh, yeah, the plant needs water. And then I just water it. But, like, not all plants need a ton of water. Not all plants need to be watered every day. And this is the nice thing about gardening, too. If you want to start off small, buy a plant that doesn't really need to be watered that much. That way, you can not have to water it that much and it's less responsibility. You know, like if you want to start off small and you're not really sure if you have the time or if you're going to like it, you can just buy a plant that doesn't need much maintenance, a low-maintenance plant, you know? So when you're at the garden center, you can also ask the person there, hey, like what does this plant need? How much maintenance is it? And so if you're starting off small, you can buy plants that are less maintenance If you want to, you know, ease your way in and buy a plant that's a little more maintenance, you can do that too. That's the nice thing about gardening. You can pick and choose. You don't need to have, like, a ton of patience for all these plants right away. You can work your way in. That's the really nice thing about it because you can pick and choose what plants you own. You can pick and choose the maintenance of the plants you own. Number three, stick to a price range and be sustainable. You know, this doesn't have to be super expensive. I bought three of my plants and the total was $15, which I don't really feel like is a lot. I feel like that's worth my money. I didn't feel like I'd wasted anything. I didn't have to buy any pots because my grandma gave me one, my mom gave me one, and I already had one from my COVID plant. So I didn't have to buy any pots. Pots are expensive though. You don't need to spend, I just feel like $30 for a pot is kind of a lot. You don't need to spend money on a pot. You can use a bucket that you already own. You could use like a bigger flower vase if you have one. Or you could thrift a bucket or a flower pot. You know, you can go to the thrift store. Somewhere in there, there'll be some sort of bowl or bucket or pot of some kind for probably under $5 that you could use for potting a plant. It doesn't have to be some crazy expensive potting plant from Michael's Arts and Crafts. You know, you can use something from the thrift store. You could use like a really big bowl that you find at the thrift store. It just has to be a container you can put the plant in. If you have, like, a plastic bucket, you could, like, drill holes in the bottom for the drainage. Like, there's a lot of stuff you can DIY on your own. You don't necessarily need to buy all the fancy equipment. I'm definitely going to be putting a plant in a bucket 
and putting it on our balcony. If you use a bucket, you can like paint it. You could like paint sunflowers on a bucket or you could just like paint it one solid color. You can make it cute. I want it to be aesthetic, yes, but it's also like it doesn't really need to be aesthetic. I can just figure that out as I go. So this really doesn't have to cost you a lot of money. You don't have to buy some big fancy pot and you don't need to buy fancy rocks either. You can use rocks from your driveway or ones that are already in your backyard. If you have a gravel driveway, you can just use those. If you just have rocks in your backyard, like you could like dig a hole and like take some of the rocks out and then like put the dirt back in the hole and like you'll have some rocks. Like you don't necessarily need to go out and buy rocks. Just because that's, you know, you're not buying packaged rocks. I feel like you could just get those from your yard or something like that. So you don't really have to worry about the price of it. It doesn't have to cost you a lot of money if you don't want it to. And if you're going to be buying soil or something, check to see if the bag is recyclable. My grandma had this bag of soil. We used it all up and she was about to throw it away. And then knowing me, I went up to check and see if it was recyclable and it was. So check and see if the bag's recyclable. I mean, if there's two brands, one's recyclable, one's not, I'd say stick to the recyclable one just because that's better for the environment. So just make these choices that are just a little more eco-friendly. You know, don't buy rocks if you don't have to. You can thrift a pot. I'm sure there'll be a flower pot at a thrift store because someone out there was probably like, eh, you know what? I don't want this anymore. I want a newer one. And then thrifted it. And now you can get the nice pot because thrift stores, people kind of just put their stuff there. So I guarantee you, you'll find some sort of thing at a thrift store to pot your plant in probably, you know? there's a really good chance you will. So I would do that. I might even do that, honestly. I know that I have buckets at my house right now and already some pots, so maybe I will. But if I'm going to go get a pot, I'm going to be thrifting it because I don't want to spend that much money. And as a teenager, I don't want to blow all my money on a pot, you know, and I don't have to. So that's my suggestion. This is your sign. This podcast episode is your sign to go start a plant. Go buy a plant. Go try and grow one figure it out. You know, even if you don't know what you want, even if you're skeptical, even if you're like, "Eh, I don't know, maybe what's the harm in trying, right? Let's say you get one plant because you're not too sure about it. You're like, okay, I'm going to get one plant at the garden center. You get one plant, you're trying your best. And then you're like, you know what? I'm just not digging it. There's a few things you can do. You can give it to someone else. People usually like free plants. Like if you have a friend and you're like, hey, I have this plant. I don't want it anymore. I'm not a plant person like I thought I was. Do you want this plant? I'm sure some of your friends will be like, hell yeah, I'll take a free plant. I think a lot of people like houseplants, like the vibe of them, and sometimes they can be expensive. So if you're giving someone a plant that's already alive and like in a pot and you give it to them, I think a lot of people would say yes. So if you have a friend or maybe like a family member, you could be like, hey, do you want this plant? I don't really want it. If your plant's dead and like you didn't keep it alive, I say go out in your backyard and like put it in a hole and just bury it flatten it all out again. No one can even tell. And it's just gone. It's back in the ground. Or if it's alive, none of your friends want it. You don't know what to do. Go in your backyard and just put it in the ground. Plant it in the ground and then see what happens. Like maybe it'll naturally be able to be kept alive. Maybe if you put it in the ground and, you know, the rain waters it and maybe it'll just thrive back there and you won't actually have to do anything, you know? So there's a few options. So even if you get it and you don't like it, there's still a few sustainable options for getting rid of it. Giving it to a friend, planting it in your backyard and just seeing what happens. Or if it's like dead, you can just, you know, put it in the ground and bury it and then it'll just decompose on its own or 
grow on its own, you know? That way you don't have to worry about it. You're not throwing it out. And then you can just save the pot, you know? You can just save the pot in your garage or save it in your room. And then if you decide to start again another time, you'll have the pot or you can give it to a friend or thrift it. There's a ton of options for what to do if you don't want the plant and you want to get rid of it. If you want to start trying this, it's a really fun thing to do. It's a great hobby. You know, if you have some extra time on your hands and you're not really sure what you want to do, you could start getting into some plants. You know, you don't have to be some garden expert, but if you want to try being sustainable, you want to reconnect with nature, you want a good mental health outlet, I think having a garden or having a plant a house plant, whatever it may be, is a great way to start. I want to start growing food at some point, like in an actual garden outside. And so I'll definitely keep you guys updated when I do that. But I'm starting out small too. I don't, like, I kind of know what I want. I have a balcony at my house and I really want to decorate it and like put plants up there because right now it's kind of just bare. So I want to put some plants up there and I've started, you know, I've got four plants. I, I think I'm on a good track. I don't know when I'm going to get plants again because I kind of just need to get into the rhythm of taking care of a plant and then I can start like building up and getting more and more. But it's a great hobby and it's going to make your house look gorgeous. It'll brighten up your room, reconnect you with nature. It's better for the environment. There's just so many pros. And really, you can tailor this to what you are able to do. So if you're not able to dedicate a ton of time to plants, you can buy plants that are low maintenance, don't need a lot of work. If you have a ton of time and you really want to dive in, you can buy plants that need a lot of watering, need a lot of care. You can really tailor this to what you want. When you go to the garden center, you can ask them for plants that don't need a lot of maintenance. You can ask them for plants that need to be inside or plants that need to be outside, depending on what you have. There's a ton of plants out there and there's got to be at least one, you know, that works for you. So this is really nice. You don't need a ton of patience to have a plant. That's what I always thought. I thought that you needed to have a ton of patience, a ton of time, a ton of energy, a ton of supplies. But really, all you need is to know what you can handle and then go find that. And there's people at the garden center that can help you. You have Google. If you have any questions, you can just Google it and the answer will show up. I Googled what does a Dusty Miller plant need? And it told me that it needed to be watered this many times a week. It told me it needed to be in this type of sunlight and like in this certain location. Like it told me everything. And so if you have questions or you're confused, you can Google them. The answers are right there. This is a great hobby. So if you're looking for a hobby, this is a great hobby. It's good for the environment, good for your mental health. It's a great outlet. It's like perfect, in my opinion. I think it's perfect. And so I think that this is a great idea. I'm doing it. I'm new too. I don't really know exactly what I'm doing, but I think that's okay. You know, I'll learn along the way. I'll keep sharing what I'm learning. This is your sign to go get a houseplant. You know, go try it. And again, if you if you end up not liking it, there's so many ways you can get rid of this plant. You can give it away to a friend. You can just plant it in the ground in your backyard or front yard and just see what happens. Or if it's like dead, you can just put it back in the ground and it'll decompose naturally. There's sustainable ways to get rid of your plant. As you can tell, I don't really have a lot of experience, but I'm really enjoying it. When I was outside potting those plants the other day, I felt so relaxed and calmed. Like if you're looking for an outlet or a way to calm down and de-stress, haven't really found anything yet that's working for you, I say try planting and gardening. It's just a great way to like be outside, be in the fresh air, and it's relaxing in my opinion. So I say try it. 
You don't need to overwhelm yourself. Just get started. Anyway, thank you for listening. I'm very grateful for you. Thank you for showing up here today. And I'm looking forward to seeing how these plants grow. I definitely will be watering these when they need. I'm not going to let any of these die from starvation because I've already been there. I've done that. Don't need to do that again. So I'm excited. I will keep you guys updated. There's probably going to be another episode where I talk about plants at some point. But I'm really grateful for you, and I'm so glad you came here today. If you want to support the podcast, you can follow the Take a Step Back underscore podcast Instagram. I update it pretty much regularly on just everything about the podcast. New updates, new episodes, what's going on in my life too. It's all on there. So if you want to stay up to date with the Take a Step Back podcast community, that's where to go. If you want to further support the podcast, you can leave a rating or a review or write a review Either of those would be very much appreciated. I love seeing what you guys write and how you feel about the podcast. Let me know your thoughts. How do you feel? Did you like this episode? And if you want to stay up to date with my life, you can follow my Instagram, Lee underscore dot Lefevre. I deleted a lot of social media, so that's, it's just Instagram at this point. But thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. I'm so grateful for you. And we will talk later. Bye.